episode 188, Turn Your Whelm Upside Down. I'm Dr. Sam Fesich, host of the EduMagic Podcast, a proud member of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to right now. The opinions are those of each individual host. You can find more great education podcasts by visiting our website, edupodcastnetwork.com. Get ready because the learning begins in three, two, one. Educators, is your passion tank running on empty? Look no further. Gretchen of Always a Lesson has a double dose of just what you need. Come fill yourself up with an empowering educators podcast to start your day feeling empowered. Hey, elite educators, it's Gretchen here of Always a Lesson. Thanks for tuning in another week, another lesson. You are really investing in your own potential. Every time you turn on a podcast, learn some new tips and tricks and apply it to your life. So thanks so much for choosing me to be someone to pour into you today. This podcast episode is especially for teachers in distress or transition because we're going to talk about hacking your own overwhelm so that you can fall back in love with and be great at teaching again. Let's reignite your passion and your potential. Are you ready? Here we go. Well, happy summer, friends. I hope you're enjoying time with family and friends. The laid back summer lifestyle where time doesn't matter and you have no idea what day it is might leave you longing for more time to soak it up. And those depressing feelings of returning to a strict routine and overwhelming schedule when school returns in the fall are beginning to creep into your psyche and stealing your joy. Don't let this happen. I wanted to spend this week's episode talking about how out of whack our lives are as teachers and what we can do about it so we don't continue losing great teachers. Our plates are full, our energy is shot, and our joy cup is empty. And I'm going to share with you five tips to get you back on track to not only do your job better, but even love your job again. But first, I want to let you know about an opportunity happening right now that's going to ensure you say goodbye to that cogwheel you've been running on, allowing you to turn your whelm upside down. My friend and education superstar, Angela Watson of the Cornerstone for Teaching blog and the Truth for Teachers podcast has spent an inordinate amount of time creating a club for teachers where they can regain their teaching spark by setting boundaries and aligning priorities in their personal and professional life. It's called the 40-Hour Teacher Workweek Club. Here's the deal, though. 40 is just a target number, but the goal is to set your own target number and apply the hacks from the club to streamline your workload and decrease time spent working. Like any goal setting, once you reach your target goal, you'll set a new one and you're going to keep hacking away at your process until you reach it. Set your goal, repeat the process. It's life-saving. You know, a lot of the stress and overwhelm teachers are feeling have to do with one, increased pressures at work and home, two, inefficient work completion systems, and three, less time in a single day to get those tasks completed. 
25,000 plus teachers have learned how to hone in on what matters most and trim hours off their work week. You can be a great teacher for your students and have time for your family and yourself. So the motto for the 40-hour teacher workweek club is small changes add up to big results. It's all about changing your mindset and your habits. So if you're not sure if this club can help you, go ahead and take the quiz at 40htw.com slash join slash quiz. I'll leave this link in the show notes, of course. If you just go to alwaysalesson.com, click on podcast, you'll find this episode and all the links to this amazing stuff from this episode will be there. So if you decide to invest in yourself to save your sanity and then restore your teaching passion, here is what you'll get from the club. Clear, actionable steps, a positive, supportive community, printables and templates, free bonus materials, a PD certificate, and ongoing support. So go over to 40HTW, that's 40HourTeacherWorkWeek.com slash join to get started. But be sure to tell Angela where you heard about the club in the referral box. You're just going to type in my email, Gretchen at alwaysalesson.com. So again, type in Gretchen at alwaysalesson.com when asked who referred you. Okay, let's dive into my own personal hacks for turning your whelm upside down. Tip number one, take stock of your plate. So before you can begin to solve a problem, you have to look the problem over from start to finish. Reflection and evaluation are powerful tools and we often overlook them because we think we don't have the time to put them into practice. Well, we'll never regain time if we don't spend the time up front taking stock of what's in front of us. So look at your schedule, look at your responsibilities and your duties, list it all out on paper, every single thing you have on your plate. Tip number two, eliminate nice to have elements. So now that you have your laundry list of what's slowly killing you, get rid of what elements are not the most important or urgent. And you know, maybe it's a book club you attend or a club you lead at school that isn't required. You can cross these off or highlight them or just move them to their separate nice to have list. It doesn't mean you're eliminating these things forever just for now. And once you've completely hacked your unhappiness and got your groove back, you can begin to add those elements back in. Now, some of you might think, I can't get rid of this club I'm on because my principal told me I had to do it. Well, maybe you can get help leading it from another teacher, which is going to help cut down on that overwhelm. So think about what you can decrease or eliminate. And it might mean you stop visiting Starbucks every morning so you can get to work 30 minutes earlier and get more done. Or maybe you give up your Zumba class at the gym that week. Remember, those things do add temporary happiness, but for the moment, we've got to get things off the plate. You can add them in at any time, but we've got to first get clear on what we really have to devote time to and what we don't. Speaking of, tip number three, streamline what is left. So now that you've taken stock of what's on your plate, you threw elements off your plate that were nice extras, you now can try to rework your schedule, mindset, and habits. You'll surely have more time to focus on what's left on your plate. Rework those elements until you find a good work and flow. But what if it's still not enough to turn your whelm upside down? Tip number four, eliminate non-essentials. So there might be items still on your plate that you think are important, but they really aren't essential. 
Maybe it's designing elaborate PowerPoint presentations for your lesson or placing student book club orders into the computer. I mean, these things are fine to complete when you have the time and the mental energy, but when your patience is run out and your body needs rest, you've got to really look at this and say, is this 100% necessary for me to do my job? And the answer is no. Go in with a bare bones PowerPoint. The time you save putting in colors and images and sounds is really going to be repurposed to your energy level when delivering the lesson. And that's what's most important. And how about those book club orders? Just ask a parent or a TA to input the orders when they have a moment in their schedule. Again, you're not saying no to these things forever. It's just in the moment when you're freaking out and thinking, I cannot do this any longer. You know those moments. When those come, you've got to get anything off your plate that isn't important. It's like hiking up a mountain and you're throwing stuff off your backpack that's not absolutely necessary to help you be successful. You can only carry so much, folks. It doesn't mean you are less of a person or a teacher because you've got to dump the non-essentials. They're going to be waiting there for you when you come back down the hill of overwhelm. Tip five, repeat skimming the fat and oiling the machine until you can regain your sanity, decrease your overwhelm and depression, and then increase time for what matters most to you. So if you're realizing after rounds and rounds of paring down and paring down that you still have areas you can cut out, do it. Just keep repeating this process that I gave you of cutting it out and streamlining what's left. You're just trying to find that perfect system and routine to help you be great at your job while not selling your soul to the devil. (laughs) It is possible. And every educator hits that wall sometime in their career. They step back, they make adjustments, and they attack round after round after round until they find their flow. And then when they're ready, they sprinkle back in all the stuff that they originally cut out. It's a temporary shutdown to conserve time and energy. It's not for forever. Think of it like just rebooting your computer instead of shutting it off. It allows you to reset without giving it all up. You chose to be a teacher because you love it and you're dang good at it. So don't let overwhelm rob you of being your best. Recognize it for what it is. It's just a warning that your professional or your personal life is out of whack and it needs to be recalibrated. So a quick reminder of those tips Take stock of what's on your plate, eliminate nice-to-have elements, streamline what's left, eliminate non-essentials, and repeat skimming the fat and oiling the machine. And don't forget to sign up for the 40-Hour Teacher Workweek Club at 40htw.com and type in Gretchen at alwaysalesson.com as your referral. Alright, Elite Educators, that is a wrap for this week's podcast on hacking your own overwhelm so you can fall back in love with and be great at teaching again. Now go ahead and be great because you've just been empowered. <laughs>